Welcome to the Bro League Commissioner Cast Podcast. I am your host, the Corrupt Commissioner Joe, joined alongside by my co-commissioner, Brian. Howdy, howdy. How's Brian, it going? we're back again. We are. We're back. Coming into week five. Back in the saddle. finishing week four. Yes. Interesting week. I like the week. Interesting week. <sighs> I think it was the opposite of last week, in my opinion. You know. Opposite of last week, in my opinion. Last week, we had a lot of close games. This week, not so much. There was a lot of close games in the beginning of, of the day. Then turn very, out. And then, <laughs> all of a sudden, it went downwards yes yes 100 percent. i agree upside down whichever way you want to go so let's get right into it we're going to go over the big injuries of the week yes most notably david montgomery big injury knee sprain down for four to five weeks um probably going to be six weeks if that that goes through because chicago has a bye on week 10 so they will be he'll be out an additional week after that so not Mm -hmm. coming back until week 11 Looking like it. Yeah, I saw I saw the four to five week timetable. I said they're going to keep him out to the bye. Unless yeah, he has some it, miraculous four week recovery, then it's going to be ridiculous. It doesn't make sense to bring him back one game against Pittsburgh. Yeah, um, before the bye, so he's probably going to be out till week eleven. That's going to be a big blow to Mike's team. Um, yes, because that that's a lot of games. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, five weeks in fantasy football six, is six weeks. Six well, six weeks. Yeah, as we just said, is is. You know, half the season, a little, little less than that, but it's definitely enough to make an impact and keep you out of the playoffs if you don't manage it correctly. Luckily for Mike, his team is on a roll right now, but we'll see if he's able to make it through this injury. Yep, yep. Next up, we have Joe Mixon. He's day to day with an ankle sprain. Uh, he did not practice today. This today is Thursday. Right. Um, we'll see. Um, they did come out saying that if Joe Mixon does not play, they're going to be running a committee. Right. So we'll see how that how that goes. Hopefully, it's just a minor. Th- injury if he misses one game that that nah. we could weather that no nah. hopefully nah. it's not too long yeah i mean now now you tell me because you, i think you're a little more of a joe mixon expert than i am i haven't known him yep. in a lot of leagues uh is, is this the joe mixon special the sprained angle is that what he's a little bit with? a little bit but this usually it's a a, a pretty bad ankle sprain okay. so the way they're talking about it i think he light did some light work yesterday okay. he didn't do anything today yeah um so hopefully it's just a minor thing okay yeah i mean and like i said uh the fact that it's gonna go to a committee and you know that it's that he's like probably gonna be a game time decision every week just gonna be something to look out for for fantasy purposes both for joe mixon and the rest of the Bengals. yeah he got hurt last week in the third quarter of the thursday night game and he looked pissed that he was on the sidelines. Well, so he he was actually running pretty well before that. So yeah. I mean, hopefully he comes back with um, a little chip on his shoulder. Yeah. Uh, the next one, the biggest one probably of this week, um, Chris Carson just ruled out for tonight's game. Yep, just got the update. Has lingering neck issues. Apparently, this is a thing. That's not something you want. No, neck issues. Neck no. issues. No. No. As a running back, absolutely not. As any any football player, you don't you don't well, you never want to mess with the neck. No, 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 never. But still, I mean, in in a high uh, a high contact situation like you do with with a running back, where you're leading with the shoulders and everything, having a neck issue is definitely less preferable as a running back position than it is in the wide receiver. Either way. I, I mean, is this new? I mean, I know Chris Carson gets banged up every every year or so, but I mean, I don't think the neck issue is new, or I think the neck issue is new. So like now, now he has a lingering neck issue. Before it was just kind of like you know, uh, or maybe they just didn't stuff. talk about it. Yeah, I'm. I mean that that's rough. I mean, you picked up Chris Carson in like around week. I mean, somebody somebody Christian Chris picked him Christian Christian. Sorry, like, in week in what, round four something like that three three four three. Yeah, coming yeah, back around three. Because yeah. I mean, see, Seattle is uh, they they do have a good run game. They have a good offensive line to run behind. So this is definitely a big blow. Um, 
not sure what the backup situation is there. Alex I know, Collins, I know, Johnny picked him up. I know Alex Collins is there, and I know Johnny picked him up, but DJ Dallas was last yeah, year, something like that, and he's on with Demon Warren. Right? I think he is. All right. Well, either way, like uh, Alex Collins did get a start last year against the Rams for Seattle, and he was new couple, to the, he was know. new to the scheme there, and he got a decent amount of points. So if this is a continuous thing, it might be a good pickup for Johnny. Another one, uh, Logan Thomas goes on to the IR. Gooby loses his backup tight end. His backup tight end right to the IR, yeah. Uh, um, not, uh, enormous blow to Gooby's team. No, I mean, he's got Kelsey sitting there. It's not like you're you you know, you're planning on Kelsey getting hurt anytime soon. Obviously, you know, fingers crossed, bless the knees. But uh, ha- not having a backup tight end, maybe Gooby will replace him in the roster. We'll go into everything about that later. And then another IR uh, visit for somebody, uh, Will Fuller breaking his finger for in his debut game. I mean, or second game. One yeah, of those. yeah, second game of the season for him. Doesn't after, really matter. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's 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 Will Fuller and IR. They they got what he's got like discounts going there. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's got the freaking flyer <laughs> card. And then for some good news, yep, CMC. Looking like he was out for like four weeks. Yeah, he's practiced the entire week this week. Yeah, so I mean, he might be playing. This he's weekend. trending up. I already put him in my lineup, and he's already projected for a ton of points. So, hopefully, against Mike, I will have him this week, and uh, it'll definitely a, be a big boost. That's a big swing. Mike loses yeah. David Montgomery. You pick up CMC. Yeah. That's that's a that's a pretty good swing for yep. you. Yep, I like it a lot. So let's go into the last week's matches. Um, we'll start off right off the top with mine. I lost again for the. Third straight week to Chris. Ouch. Chris is on a roll. Chris was doing work this 149 This was looking like a really close matchup during those 1 o'clock games. It was. Until there's one one moment at the same exact time, Saquon Barkley caught a, like, 50-yard touchdown. Yes, and I remember that. And then Tyreek Hill caught, like, an 80-yard touchdown yeah. in back-to-back plays. And, you, and that's when you knew. I got blown out from there. Yeah. I mean, it does also doesn't help that you had Joe Mixon go down, as we just talked about. He scored 13 points. And I can't complain about that. No, I mean, but, you know, him going down is not a good thing, especially it doesn't help the week that he's playing. Also, Kittle got an injury that game, right? He was injured going into the game. Going into the game. So he was kind of rough beat up, so he didn't really put up a lot of points for you there. Um, yeah, I didn't. But like you said, it was really just Barkley and uh, Hill going off, especially I Hill. I didn't get many double digits. Uh, Dak Prescott had a better had a pretty good week at 27 points like we said joe mixon was at 13 Najee harris yep. putting up a uh, pretty good rookie season so far he's, he's still getting uh, the, those targets and those carries yeah number four running back on the season so far yep. put up 18 points um cream hunt number eight running back put up uh 15 points, outscoring Nick Chubb. Yeah, and, and to, to speak on that a little bit, Nick Chubb is, uh, they, they're producing like some, at least an RB1, RB2 situation over there. Yeah. They look like they're running two RBs in that That's scheme. like one of the one one committee that you want a yeah. piece of. Yeah, yeah, it looks good. Um, but other than that, um, nothing else. Everybody else was down low. The big one being CeeDee Lamb, only, mm-hmm. only getting two catches for 13 yards. In a game where Dak Prescott got 27 points. I so. know. It, that's that's a little worrisome. Yeah. But I, I think CeeDee will be back. Um, I believe he ha- he was dro- drawing the uh, number one coverage. Right. And um, Carolina has some pretty good uh, cornerbacks. Yeah, they do. They do. Um, but going over to Chris' side, he had a lot of help. Oh, yeah. You know, starting off uh, – Thursday night, DJ Chark goes down on the fourth play. Yep, on a blocking on a running play, rolls up, breaks his leg, mm-hmm. um, getting zero points out of it. Yep. that wasn't looking like a good start for Chris. Yeah, but he was carried 
by Tyreek Hill. Yeah, Tyreek Hill really put up. He put up forty two points in, in Bro League, and I mean that's just that's insane. What are you gonna do about it? Yeah, it's like, oh yeah, I'll take the three point games from Tyreek Hill if he blows up for forty two every other like every four weeks. I'll and, take a forty two point game. And not even just that, Saquon Barkley had a very good game in he his did. first huge game since coming back from his injury. Twenty seven points. Like we said, that uh, that touchdown really cemented it. Yep, and and Saquon Barkley is looking to be more of the Saquon of past than the injury-ridden Saquon that he was in the last two years or so. So it looks like a really good pickup in the draft for Chris. Yep. Uh, other than that, he had Jacoby Myers with 12 points, Stefan Dinks getting his casual 14 or 15 <laughs> points. You know, casual Stefan. Justin Tucker, the man. The man, the myth, the legend. 12 points. And, you know, that really carried Chris's team. Yeah, I mean, and like I said, you can't be too upset with your performance in your team. It just sucks that, you know, Chris got that big blow-up and yeah. you got, you know... You play the moves, but, you know, you can only do so much. You're not on the field producing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, you know, looking at both your benches, I don't see anything that I'd really do, except for one thing we'll talk about later in the bonehead moves But mm -hmm. uh, for Chris's team. But other than that, I mean, there's nothing really you could have done to save the day. Kenny Gainwell, but who would have thought? Yeah, who I mean, well, that's a situation I'll get into on, on my matchup, which is next, which would be me versus Gooby. I'll talk, I'll, I'll talk on Kenny Gainwell right there. I don't know what's going on with Miles Sanders on my team because – uh, Gainwell out-touched and, and got more uh, receptions than Sanders. I know Sanders is not a pass-catching back, but he got more runs on the day too, right? Yeah, so let's just start off that match. It was a very close match. I think the closest match of the week. I'm sure it's clutch for a reason. Brian <laughs> edged out uh, Gooby in the wet noodle fight. Yes. 102-83 uh, to 97-62. Um, <laughs> on the backs of Jalen Hurts, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, Jamar Chase, and my your kicker, kicker my Tyler kicker. Bass. Tyler Bass, my man. Other than that, your team didn't do too much. Nope. <laughs> but you know what? You didn't need I, to do too much. Uh, no, but I think the big surprise for my team was not only not Sanders. That's a whole developing situation. He still got six points, which is not terrible. Is Mike Williams only got 1.6 in the Charger game. So I think what I've read today was a lot of people were a little down on Mike Williams after that game. Mm -hmm. But I think... Uh, he had an 80-yard touchdown that either got overthrown or called Call back. back. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm not worried about it. It's just it's concerning when Mike Williams gets one catch after he's been putting up like at least 18 points every week. So well, may, they maybe re they really rode Austin Eckler. Yeah, and it was a little bit of a blowout. Right. Right. So they didn't have to really rely on the receivers. You mm -hmm. know, you're you're mm -hmm. always going to get those down. Weeks. No, of course, of course. Um, and full disclosure, I didn't see any of the uh, games this week except for the Giants and a little bit of the Jets game. So I'll take uh, any info I can on on all. Yeah, of what's no, going on. yeah. Mike Williams, I think, had a something. He he should have had an 80 yard touchdown. Either he yeah. got missed or it got called back. It yeah, was one no. Of those. No, I agree. And then, like I said, to make it a closer five-point game between me and Gooby, um, he had Logan Thomas go down early. Mm -hmm. And Calvin Ridley, I think, was a little banged up in the uh, later half of the of the game there. Yeah, so Gooby decided to flex Ty or Logan Thomas after we talked about it. why is Logan Thomas on his team. Yes. Gooby's like, you know what? This is why Logan Thomas is on my team. And what ends up happening? Logan Thomas ends up losing Gooby the game. And I think, yeah, if he would have played anybody, um, Julio Jones was out that week, I'm pretty sure. So uh, if, if he would have played anybody but Logan Thomas, I think he would have beat me. Yeah, so Chenault <laughs> played early, so that wasn't an option. But he right. did have Jamal Williams. He did have Latavius Murray. Both players that he's played in the past mm -hmm. sat on him on his bench, and they would have won him that game. Yep, and uh, well, like I said, my bench wasn't much better. I had, you know, Tannehill was my other uh, quarterback. But other than that, my team was not doing okay on the bench either. So 
uh, yeah, I mean, it was a really close matchup, and I think it just got to be a little lucky for me with Logan Thomas going out, and now he's on IR, yeah, like we pos- said. So. Positives, though, from Kubi's team. Jonathan Taylor had a monster game against yes. Miami, getting 19 points. Zach Moss continuing to get double digits, yep. 12 points. Yep. Calvin Ridley, 11.5 points, but he does go down with an ankle injury. Yes, and he is and he out. he is out this upcoming week against yeah. the Jets in London. Right, right. Um, and then his kicker, Matt Prater. 14 points. Good. Everything else, though. And Packers did okay, too. They eight points from defense. True. You can't complain about that. But everything else is low. Uh, Juju failed miserably two points. Travis Kelsey, four points. You never want to see that out of Travis no, Kelsey. No, but I, but obviously you're going to have games where when Tyree, Hill, well, Hill gets a 42-point yeah. game. Kelsey's going to get a three-point game and vice versa. Yeah, when Tyreek Hill hits 42 <laughs> points, you're not going to get much. And, and on the other side... At, uh, CEH got 18 points. So right. Really, where's where's the points there? Yeah, I mean it's got to be spread out, and unfortunately this was one week where Kelsey just didn't put up. So so you both end up end the week with two two. Yes. Um, good matchup. I like Luckily it. that you both were facing each other, mm-hmm. so you actually had something to root for. Oh, 100 <laughs> percent. And speaking of close games, yeah. Actually, we, that's our last game. We'll go to some of these more bigger blowouts okay. from here on out. Sure. Uh, we're going to start with Johnny, or no, with uh, Christian versus that Kevin. Picture screwed the picture Christian. screwed me up. Screwed me up all uh, day, Christian. Kevin, <laughs> he said his week started in week two. And so far. It, since his season started, <laughs> he's won every single game. 140-82, beating out Christian, 104-59. Um, this one, it seems close, and then Kevin just decided to run away with it. Yeah, near the end. I mean, is that the way it works? I say my season starts now, and then I just start winning games? Is that? I is guess my season starts <laughs> in week five, I hope. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, obviously, Kevin got carried by uh, Eckler, Murray. Um, Fournette got 15 points, which is, you know, a little surprising. Jefferson put up the standard 17, cool and breezy. And Mike Evans got 11 points after being oh. on Amber Alert for a couple of weeks. So... I, I think Kevin's team showed up a little bit. I mean, his defense didn't do that well, and uh, Devontae Smith also put up 17, uh, 15 points on for the Eels. So, and Christian's team, oh man, this is pi- this is terrible to look at. I'm just gonna go through this top half. This is go terrible. for it. Go for it. Lamar Jackson, 19 points. You don't want that. And it's not the worst, but it's not the best from quarterback, you, especially if, Lamar if you Jackson. See, you want to see those quarterback numbers over 20, and you want to see them probably over 23. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, Aaron Jones, nine points. Good, not what you want out of Aaron Jones. Chris yeah. Carson, three points. DeAndre Hopkins, a bad week again, under 10 points, eight mm. points. Uh, Cole Beasley, crap. Tyler Higby, crap. Yep. Rob Gronkowski was out, had to play Higby. Yep, yep. Mark Cooper, 14 points. Good. Not bad. Cordell Patterson, though, the uh, 32, 32 points. That's the only That's the only reason this is that uh, Christian did not get name changed. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, Cordell Patterson's looking like he's the gadget player of the season right now, being a wide receiver slash running back for Atlanta. But yeah, no, I mean, that's really the only shining spot in his entire team. And you really can't take it to his bench and say anything better because Drake got point two, Claypool was out, Gronkowski, Gronkowski's obviously out. Uh, Steelers defense got about the same as the Colts. I mean, there's really nothing he could have done to stop this from happening. I'm just a little looking at Christian's team. I'm just worried. Um, Christian Seam does make me a little anxious, but I think it's I think this I think he's got the players and the names there to make things happen week to week. But you, like like we you said, hope. But eh. I mean, like we said in the draft thing, it's this is you know in the draft recap, this is going to be a team that's going to show up one week and then be like, what happened to my points? Where are my points? You're going to be you're going to be asking for the points after a bad week, and they're going to show up next week. Unfortunately for uh, Christian, he's been asking for the points all week, all year. So far, he he got a win on me. He got to win week one. Week one, yeah, that wasn't against me. But yeah, no, he uh, 
he's his team's not looking good. That's why he changed his own name to Disappointment with yeah. the picture of Disappointed Johnny. He's disappointed himself. Kevin, on the other hand, having a great season so far. He his team is looking really solid. Yeah. Um. And yeah, you, yeah, I like it. I'm a little worried. I face Kevin this week, uh, but his team is looking dangerous. He looks like he's primed for a. Uh, he does not want to draft uh, from the uh, worst, worst from first situation. Yeah, he does not want to draft from the toilet. I'll, I'll tell you that. <laughs> or worst to first. Yes. Not worst yeah. from first. Yeah. But, yeah, Kevin taking his third win in a row. Um, moving on to our next game, we had Mike versus Johnny. Yep. Uh, this game, Mike ended up winning. This game looked like a giant blowout. Yeah, this game looked like that giant. That kind of just petered off it. Looks that. like Johnny was going to be named syphilis at the end of this week. So, Mike ends up winning 141-86 to 120-88. At one point, I believe Mike was projected to score 180 points and Johnny was projected to score like 100. Yeah, it was bad. Like mid midday after maybe like mid 4 o'clock games. It was like during the 1 o'clock. Yeah, after yeah. the 1 o'clock games. Yeah. Uh, Mike had breakout or jumped to an early lead with James Robertson putting up 20 points. He ended up getting 40 points just from his two running backs. He also getting 20 points. Solid. Scary Terry was the bane of Johnny's existence. <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> dropping 27 uh, points. David Montgomery dropping 22 points before his injury. Which w- was a great showing. Um, but then then his team, then Mike's team kind of fell off. Tom Brady on the Sunday night game only put up 11 points. Yep. Cooper Cup only putting up 8 points, 8.9 points after, after his monster start. Monster starts, yeah. And uh, with the with the eleven points from Brady, he also got Godwin only getting seven that game too. Yep. Yeah. So it was. I think people expected the Tom Brady game to be a lot more of a shootout. That's why he didn't start Aaron Rodgers on his bench for twenty four points. But uh, yeah, I mean, you really couldn't ask much more from Mike's team this week. It, he, he did put up he, solid numbers. And then overall, Johnny's team actually ended up with a solid week. Um, yeah. It wasn't looking. It was like I said. It wasn't looking good in the beginning. But um, Justin Herbert put up 21 points. Better weeks than he's had recently, yeah. um, or at least to start. I think weeks one and two, he was under 20. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, since so. then, he's been over 20. Mm-hmm. Um, Kamara with a decent 12 points. He's not really getting – he got no receptions. Yeah, he's the first game in his career in the NFL that he got not one reception. Yeah, so we're going to have to look on that um, that situation. Derek Henry started off weak in that game, ended mm-hmm. up with 24 points against the Jets. Okay. Um, Robert Woods finally putting up double digits after getting being his touch shadowed by Cooper Cup, which I think was the big swing here. Mm-hmm. Lo- one of the swings for the for not, not to be a complete blowout. Uh, tight end uh, Johnny picked up Schultz. It worked, ended up working beautifully for him. Yeah, I got him 14.8. Uh, Gaskin, I don't know why Johnny still trusted Gaskin this week. What choice does he have? His bench is shit. I mean, he could have played. Anybody but Higgins, who was hurt, maybe <laughs> not, and not Hines. Like you could have played Robbie Anderson, Zach Pascal, or Ro- or Rondell Moore, and they would have all gotten more points. It's all. Do you feel comfortable with any of it? More than point three. <laughs> you could have even played Will Fuller with one point one points. But like, <laughs> I don't know what Johnny's doing on his bench. Well, I, he's 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 a he's a I play my starters and that's it lineup. I mean, you know what? It worked out for him in the past. I mean, he's the champion right now, so. Yeah. Well, I can't complain too much, but at the end of the day, it does make me a little worried for Johnny's team. But but he's been 
He's been uh, in a little bit of a rough, rough patch. He's been a little bit injury-stricken with um, what's going on, especially with uh, Mozart going down in the beginning of the season. And yep. then, uh, of course, uh, Will Fuller broke his finger and everything. He's getting a little bit of the injury bug for his team. But I think uh, Johnny's not too worried yet. He's definitely not the worst uh hey, The positives lineup. coming out of it is uh, Sean McVay came out and said that Robert Woods is looking to get a bigger role, so he's you know got to be hopeful there. You know what I call that? I call that fucking coach talk. Until I see <laughs> results, I don't want to hear shit from Sean McVay. <laughs> Once again, Mike picking up his third win in a row, moving up to the top. And then to wrap up our week four results, Dom with the monster game. Yes. Mm 181-47 in our match of the week, beating Lolly 121-83 to or 63. Big old 60-point win. Yep. And that uh, got our second actual Actual name name change change of the uh, season to John Lolly. Which Bakalali Kun Uwu. Uh, Uwu. Um yeah, that's uh, Lolly to be fair, okay. Lolly, this is his fourth loss. He's the only team that's owned for. He's feeling kind of depressed, I'm sure, about what's going on with fantasy. I don't think he has too much to he worry too about. much. I mean he had he a great can't, week. Yeah, he's sitting there he's sitting there with good players and he just can't do much with it. He played Cook. Cook reaggravated his injury during the game. So yeah. he got out five points. You, you can't do anything about that. Henderson, despite putting up fourteen points, looked great that game. Arizona's defense just kind of came together and stopped the run for that game, I heard. Uh, Boyd put up decent points. Marvin Jones uh, should have actually put up way more points than that, especially with Chark going down in the uh, fourth play of the game. But yeah. you could he's got bench players to do. Waller got 13 points. Waddle, you know, Waddle's going to struggle with uh, Miami's offense. And Metcalf threw up points with uh, Wilson. Yeah, no, I mean, and he had the Bears defense at 12 points. Lolly scored 121. That's yeah. the fifth highest score of the week. He just got an unlucky matchup. Exactly. If he would up, if he would have faced me, Gooby, me, or Joe, or Christian, yeah, Christian, any and any of those four, he yeah, would have got a win. Johnny, he would have beat Johnny. Yep. Yep. So I mean, it's, it's just it, I think it's rough pulling for Lolly right now, and I think the fantasy gods are kind of coming together and saying, "You got your tri- your three peat." <laughs> Now it's time to get to the bottom. <laughs> well, then again, yeah, okay. Fantasy gods, if you're listening, uh, Johnny also has a three-peat. So, uh, yeah, not three-peat, but not, three Well, he's, he's got three three names on that trophy, so I don't yes. want him to be the first fourth, all right? We're going to come together and stop that. I'll do everything I can. <laughs> and then Dom's team just went off. Patrick Mahomes, 31 points. Yeah. Nick Chubb, 11 points. Not as good as Hunt. Hunt has been taken over, still, but still. Double digits. Double digits. R- r- running back, not bad. Gibson, 14 points. You, you love to see that. Allen Robinson, the big disappointment. Getting seven points. To be honest, I wouldn't call seven points from Allen Robinson disappointment. I know, but this, <laughs> I mean, it, he was drafted in the second Oh, round. no, I know. He, big he disappointment. Was, he was supposed to be big on the draft, but from what he's been doing, seven points is good. But the rest of Dom's team just picked it up. DJ Moore, 28 points. Looking great. Mike or Mike Gusecki, Dom picked up the tight end. We yep. spoke about we, this last week. He chased <laughs> the points. I ranted about this last week, yeah. He chased the points. He found the points. 14 points. Got a touchdown. Deontay Johnson coming back from injury with Chase Claypool out. Yep. Uh just under 20 points. Debo Samuel, another monster game. Yep. Second Put, monster game of the season. Putting up 31. Ever, 31.7. And then the Bills defense against Houston, 18 points. I mean, you're going to do that against Houston. Houston is not yeah. looking like a good football team right now. And you know what? Dom's, Dom's bench is actually looking pretty solid. You know, besides yeah. for Eli Mitchell and his $91 price tag on his bench. Yeah, but th- but then again, they did just get rid of uh, two people on the practice squad from San Francisco. Yes. So we'll see how that pans out for the rest of the season. No, no, no ribbon that is more than we already did so far. But yeah. the rest of the team did put up double digits except for Mitchell and, yeah, and Mac. But and Mac's off the roster now. That's just it, Dom had a great week. 
and that's well, that's the best week of the season. And he showed know, up. We got to give him props for that. Yeah, he showed up. His team showed up, and uh, there's not much Lolly could have done about that. Uh, I know we call this the uh, suicide watch game for Lolly, but I think he doesn't have anything to worry about going into the next week. I think he just got you know take one. At this point, it's take each week. Week by week, yeah, yeah. I mean, get get your first win, and then you can start planning week. But don't don't look it's, at the whole season. It's still close. Yeah. It's, so believe me, believe me. Anybody can be in the basement. <laughs> All right, so let's get to our weeks. Uh, the our weekly awards. We'll start off with the big, uh, big brain plays. Um, you want to go first, Brian? Yeah, sure. I gave the first uh, big brain play to myself for not trusting the Panthers' defense against Dallas. And uh, that actually ended up saving my week and not losing the game against Gooby because I would have got negative six points from uh, Panthers D, which would have lost me the game. Um, I knew that Dallas was going to throw points against the Panthers. I know Panthers have a pretty solid D. They've been getting some points. But um, I picked up the Saints against uh, the Giants, which I was rooting for the Giants, obviously, but they still got negative .25 points. So it was a little bit of a trap matchup, but if I if I switched if I didn't pick that up another defense and said yeah I'll just roll with the Panthers I would have lost. So, I mean I feel like it was a good pickup on my end. Second play, uh, Chris benching Tyler Lockett. I didn't realize that we actually spoke about this last week. Tyler Lockett was hurt. He was, but Chris made the smart play to bench him. He even did. though he played DJ Chark, who ended up getting hurt. Yes, I think it was a great great idea by chris i think it was too because the way the way that uh i looked it up lockett's um injury status going through the week on the wednesday through friday practices wednesday was a limited practice thursday was no practice and friday was a full practice so you're like what happened what like you you were kind of on hot and cold with it and then chris said you know what screw it i'm playing shark it's a safer bet and i think it was the good move even though it ended up with zero points question is though tyler lockett has had two monster weeks now two down weeks Mm mm-hmm does he go back to that monster week this week? I think he might. We'll see. <laughs> uh, and to finish it off, uh, we spoke about this once again last week. Yep. Kevin playing Leonard Fournette for the first time this year. Bold move, but Bold it move. worked out. Worked out Worked hard. out. Leonard Fournette, 15 points. Yeah. I mean, like I said, there's not really much to talk about there except for the fact that Kevin trusted his dude to get it done. Um, I know he's dealing with Josh Jacobs having injuries there, so he's kind of playing hot potato with who he wants to play with matchups. He um, ended up benching Melvin Gordon, who had seven point seven points. So. Yeah, yeah. So you know what? Hey, listen, it was the it was the right move, and even though it wouldn't have cost Kevin the game, it was definitely better for his team overall. And I think you can't ask for more than that from Big Bang play. And now moving to bonus head moves, we'll start with we'll stick with Kevin. Yeah, just like we did last week, we stuck with the person. Yeah. Yep, yep. Uh, Kevin not giving out his name change from the week before. And you know, Kevin did say, "Listen, he's like, oh, I'll give Lolly a break. Lolly, Lolly was the one that he was supposed to name change." Yep. But at the end of the day. The name changes are supposed to a give you a chance to flex on your on the other team. Play, you know, that's 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 all that's all fantasy football is about. That's like half fantasy football. It's yep. flexing on other people. And two, it gives Lolly the motivation to not get a name change again. Who knows? Maybe if Kevin name changed Lolly, his team would have played. His better team would have played better. You don't know how this shit works. <laughs> but yeah, no, uh, not get, not giving out a name change. Name changes do lock Thursday. Thursday, right before Thursday the game. game. Right before the game. If you don't get it before kickoff, the name does not change. So. We have do we do have a name change for Lolly this week. If a name change does pop up, and you do not change somebody's name, you will be on the bonehead moves. FYI. Next one, we'll give the bonehead move to myself again for a second week in a row. Mm-hmm. Making roster changes during the games. Yeah, I keep doing this. Last the week before, I dropped Emmanuel Sanders right before he blew up. Yep, during the game, right? During. I think it was right, right before, before the game, the game or yeah. right when the game started. This one, the game, I think, was just starting. I dropped... Um, Knox. Dawson Knox. Yep. 
to try and yeah. take a flyer on Le'Veon Bell, which was stupid. <laughs> and now you had to spend waiver points then, to pick him up. And then I had to spend waiver money. Yeah. I mean, maybe it's just Bill's uh, I, players. I over-tinker. This is always my, my downfall in fantasy is yeah. I over-tinker, and I just need to stop. I mean, you know, I, I think that you should instate a new rule for yourself is – don't tinker an hour before the game. Hour hour before the game starts, your phone you'll, you consider it locked. I did that once and it, it seemed to work out. I think so I made you should the, probably I think I do that. The championships. I got to get back to that. <laughs> you head. should probably do that. It doesn't need to be working out to you too well. <laughs> and then our last one is Chris sitting the Ravens defense against Denver and playing the Rams against Arizona. I I really I saw this on looking through the matchups and I really don't have an excuse for that. I, I don't understand why you would like. First of all, Ravens defense isn't that bad, and Denver's got, uh, rotating quarterbacks right now. Right, because Teddy Two Hands is banged up, so Drew Locke starting. I think Teddy got hurt during the during game. that game. Okay, that that's fine. But playing against Arizona, Arizona is Arizona's high powered high, offense, high power. so high powered. I I don't understand what Chris was thinking. Maybe he can give us some insight, but I I can't explain that move. Personally. Yeah, no, I can't either. But you know, in the end of the day, it ended up working for him. It. I mean. I mean, he his defense, the Rams got zero points against uh, the Ravens, six points on the team, and it didn't really swing either way. But, I mean, if it was a close game, that would have been the deciding factor. Either way, uh, it's just, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. And uh, so now we're going to go into my, as I stated last week, as I went on a rant to Dom, it's Dom's team and the tight ends and everything. Every week now we will have a Broly beatdown. And uh, first, I will address my beatdown from last week. Dom did keep Kazeki. I don't know if you listened to the... Um, the podcast or not, but he kept Kazeki and he got 14 points on five targets. Receptions. Well done. Well done, Dom. Well done. Very good. Very good. Uh, by the way, Knox, who I told you to pick up after uh, Joe, well, I mean, Joe had him and then he dropped him, but I told I told him to pick up Knox. Yep. Knox got 18 points on five receptions. You know, ju- just saying that the person I told you to pick up got a little more points. Uh, also, Tua is going to come back and replace Brissett, and you all, we all saw how Kazeki was when when Tua was around, you know. J- and, you know, Allen came out and said he super trusts Knox and all that shit. So, anyway, no, we're not talking about the last week's beatdown, but that's an update on that. We're talking about this week's beatdown. This week's beatdown is going to be our good friend, and I'll call him a good friend because I'm going to shit all over his team right now, Goober. Because not only did I beat him last week, but I think I beat him because his his running back situation and his bench are absolute fucking garbage right now, in my opinion. Uh, just straight straight truth. Okay, let, I'm gonna break it down roll for roll for you. Kicker, defense, tight end, right? Not not bad. You can stream a de- you can stream a kicker though. Nobody really does, which is kind of weird. But you can stream a defense for sure. And your tight end situation, you got Kelsey. You can pick up a flyer if he gets hurt. You're not expecting Kelsey to get hurt. Whatever. You're gonna play him every week, and except for the bye week, which is week twelve, you can deal with that later. Uh, wide receivers, not terrible. I'm going to give it to him. Gooby always loves his wide receivers. He's not a terrible in the wide receiver game. He's got a lot of flyer situational plays. That's exactly what you want on your bench, right? You got Juju sitting there, He's but he's hampered by Sloppy Ben. You got Chenault, who should go up real high with Chark going on IR. Yeah, Chenault's could go <coughs> off right now. And then you have your your rocks. You got Thielen and Ridley. Ridley's even in that terrible Atlanta offense. He's still producing. And Thielen's still really good. And Julio, who's been you know a little injured, he's still going to get points. He's going to be Julio Jones. And especially when he gets that connection with Tannehill, it's going to work out. And then he's got Josh Gordon. He's one of the best flyers in uh, fantasy football, according to the fantasy football subreddit. Yeah, and apparently <laughs> him and Patrick Mahomes clicked since day one. They eat lunch together like Tom Brady? Yeah, they might. <laughs> they might be, you know. He you might gonna be start, s- start feeding him? They might be uh, chill. <laughs> <laughs> they might be uh, some, uh, smoking some, some shit together. Who knows? Hey, hey, hey. Now, that, that's how Josh Gordon got out of the league six <laughs> times already, so we're not going to joke about that. But uh, so, okay, so so far we got uh, kicker, defense, tight end, wide receiver. 
most of his fantasy team pretty good, right? This is where I have a big concern, and I, I, I know I, we both know Goober. We all know Goober. He gets anxious very easily. He doesn't like being anxious. He doesn't like scary things. I think his fantasy football team is one of the scariest things this October I've seen so far. His wide receiver, his uh, running back situation, is in my opinion terrible. Personally, I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe it's because I, ha- I have a very just a bit, uh, like I have a big. Uh, disparity from my team versus his team where I have like solid running backs and shaky wide receivers and he has solid uh, okay wide receivers solid wide receivers to shaky running backs he's got Taylor who's a starter should be fine fantasy point wise he'll get his points and he has Moss who surprisingly I think won the role over in Buffalo uh, with Singletary there he, the Singletary's still getting touches but he's definitely getting the goal line work and the red zone looks yep. so I think that's fine those are his starters, though, and the only the only people that he can start every week. If they go down or if they get a bye week, he's got to turn to Latavius Murray, who's on the on the football team with uh, four Tate, other running four backs. other running backs and, and, got, and Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson's gonna t- vulture things there. Uh, Bell and uh, Freeman are gonna be there t- trying to you know elevate themselves to be the veterans that are gonna take touches away from him. He did get 18 touches last week. Which yes. is great. You'd like to see that. But is it sustainable throughout the weeks? Probably not, because <laughs> because uh, also not only not only are they touting um, uh, Lamar's ability to throw the ball more, but you're going to have receivers coming back, and who knows what the running back situation could change easily there. It's like a hot potato offense. And then his other, his only other <laughs> running back is Jamal Williams, who's sitting behind DeAndre Swift, mm-hmm. who you know he's he's again begin, he, Swift was uh, touted as a high praise. Going into the week, and Williams outtouched him. Are you going to trust that on a bye week? You're going to have to because that's all Gooby has to replace his running backs with. Yeah. Uh, I think the Lions coach came out and said it's going to be whoever has the hot hand. Yeah. In that one. So now Gooby has two hot hand co- uh, running backs. Two hot hand running the, backs. And, and if you get a cold hand on a bye week, what are you going to do? Yeah. I mean, the one good thing, Zach Moss has a bye week seven. So he gets yeah. that one out of the way. Oh. The other questionable thing is Jonathan Taylor's bye week? Yeah. Week 14. That's late. That's the last week of the regular season. Yeah. So you either got to hope that you clinch and that doesn't hurt you, or, or you're not <laughs> starting your RB1 in the most important game of the season. Right, right. And it's fine because Gooby does have an IR slot now, and Logan Thomas goes right in there. He frees up a bench slot. You want to know what else will free up a bench slot? His fucking other quarterback on his team. He has Trevor Lawrence on his team still for four weeks of the season going into five unless he drops him after hearing this podcast he is 27th qb overall and he has the same fucking bye week as josh allen and we spoke to gooby about this <laughs> the, 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 the craziest thing is we spoke to him about it. we're like gooby why did you draft trevor lawrence he has the same bye week as josh and, allen. and he's like and, i didn't look i don't look at bye weeks and and he said and i'm like fine it was the draft it was like right after the draft we asked him and he's like i wasn't really paying attention last pick of the draft i don't care whatever now it's week, it's five, week five and now it's week five and he's still on gooby's team he hasn't been doing good he's not a good trade uh, uh thing i'd rather take daniel jones over trevor lawrence right now and it just it's it's i don't know why trevor lawrence it's it's a bench spot it's a flyer running back position you could take a a wide receiver a running back you can take another tight end now that logan thomas is down you could do anything with that spot but it's been an uh, empty it's been like a filler slot that hasn't done anything it's crazy and and (laughs) And like like I said, and the the worst thing about all this is I don't know if Gooby notices how how his team's shaping up because he hasn't made any waiver moves. He zero dollars spent. Zero dollars spent. I mean, I I think he made a couple plays for a couple of the guys. He's made no. 
Zero dollars spent. Zero dollars well, spent. But he, but he might have done a couple plays that have been outbid in waivers. Think he did though. I, That's I can't thing. remember any big ones. He's only made two roster moves this entire year. Oh, okay. yeah. So, <laughs> you know, one of them should be dropping fucking Trevor Lawrence, and the other one should be picking up anybody on the fucking waiver or is list. That, no, that's his waiver position. Yeah, still, anybody, that means he didn't he didn't do shit. Anybody, anybody on the waiver list. Anybody. Chris, that, Chris has made a waiver move before Gooby. That's Chris, insane. Chris, that's insane to me with how with how fragile your running back core is. I I just I. I, I don't understand it. It makes me anxious. It it I I I can't in good faith say that I approve of anything going on in his on Gooby's bench right now. Personally. That's just uh, that that's all I'm gonna say about that. Yeah, he's getting wins. <laughs> but I like how Lolly's been playing better than Gooby has. I like yeah. how I've been playing better. I like how Christian's been playing. Yes. I, he's just not managing his team. Uh, yeah, and I think I don't know what's going on. I don't know if he's just not paying attention. I don't know if he's saying, oh, I'm getting wins, so it's fine. But he's going to uh, – bye week start next it's week. Going, yes. Bye week start next week, and I think as soon as bye week start, he's going to go, oh, fuck. <laughs> and we're going to see exactly what happens to Gooby's team after somebody has to be on a bye week. All right, you done? <laughs> yeah, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm right, ju- so I just I had to get that out. <laughs> so to close off this rant, uh, this rant and uh, week four, we'll go over the standings. Uh, we uh, had the top of our standings yes. uh, sitting at three and one. The top four teams. Top you four. Mike staying, Dom jumping up a couple spots, Chris staying, and Kevin falling a couple spots. And so not too much change. No, actually, every change that has that ha- happened this week was mm-hmm. a flip-flop with somebody else. Oh, there you go. So, next up, we had our two and two teams. Gooby and Johnny sw- or swapped. So, Go- uh, Johnny is now in fifth. Gooby's in sixth. Okay. And then you ended up 2-2. Two, two, yep. Swapping with Christian. You are now in seventh. Right. Chris is in the eighth with 1-3. Uh, and got me it. and Lolly both stayed. I'm 1-3 in ninth. Lolly is 0-4 in, in last place. And like we said before, this early in the season, you really – it. I mean, score doesn't matter as much. I mean, obviously, if you have a 3-1 team, you're feeling a little better than if you're done Lolly sitting on the bottom with an 0-4 or, you know, with the 1-3 team. But all it takes is two wins to make those even. Yep. That's all it is. And I we mean, have, we wild have card is season. One, wild card is one game out. Yep. Um – First place is two games out, so yeah. it's a long season. We have an extra week this year, yeah. So, so it's even longer than we're used to. Anything can happen, so I wouldn't count anybody out of this race yet. And even though Lolly's starting zero and four, and Joe and Christian are both starting one and three, that can easily flip. I can easily see Christian's team showing up two weeks and topping, uh, you know, in the two three space, maybe even number one. And I can see Dom going, or uh, Dom maybe Johnny, Johnny going s- right down to nine ten. So anything can happen. All right, so week four is in the books. Week five is up next. Yes. Let's go over some waiver wire moves. We had six moves, 11 bids, and a lot of money spent. $148 spent, $308 bid. Yes. Big name off the board. Yep. Of course it was going to be this player. David Montgomery going down, his backup, Damien Williams. I picked him up for $71. Yep. Outbid Mike 68 or 67, Brian's 30 and Johnny's 30. Which being Johnny we're on the same wavelength yep. there with that. Um I can give a little insight to this. I was on uh Discord with Mike while this while he checked his fantasy football at 3 o'clock in the morning looking at this pickup. He was pissed. He You're was good. mad he was mad that he lost uh Damian Williams by $5. Yeah. $4, excuse me. Good. $4. Um, but I do want to talk about this because obviously I value Damian Williams at the the proposed thirty dollars. I want to know why you think Damian Williams is worth seventy one dollars. So I'm at a one three <laughs> position. Yes. So at this point in my league, it's not like it's I'm dropping ninety one dollars week one. No, it's, no, it's, nobody. I'm not comparing it to no, that. No. I'm just but, so <laughs> I thought I have to go big because one Joe Mixon is hurt. Yes. So I'm gonna need a running back for the short term. Um, 
I went all over the place. I started off at fifty bucks. I went all the way up to a hundred bucks. Okay. I dropped it down back to like fifty bucks. Okay. And then you were sitting on the couch, and I said, "Hmm, let me check something." <laughs> and you were sitting right there, and I adjusted. I'm like, I feel like someone's gonna go sixty nine dollars. Nice. That was my. That <laughs> I was like, someone's gonna go the classic sixty nine dollars. I mean, Mike would have been even pissed if he got right. sixty nine. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, I just gotta go a little bit higher because I just I, at this point I need players. Okay. I need points. Okay. Now, uh, one, if Mike would have put sixty nine dollars and then somebody put seventy for the you know you couldn't bet seventy then you could yeah. do seventy one. I understand the logic there. Uh, I am a little worried about this, and the reason why I'm I va- worried too. The, I, the reason why I valued him at thirty, and I can't speak for Johnny, but he did the same. Uh, I think you and Mike paid a little overpriced for this. Uh, David Montgomery was doing great that game, yes. and uh, Williams came in. He did great too. He got fourteen points. He on he wasn't even on anybody's team. That was against Detroit's defense, though, who lost their star center in that game this week. Damian Williams against Vegas this week. Damian Williams against Vegas. I'm fine with that. He's at a five five week stint minimum. From That's what all we're, I from what we're saying, the week after Las Vegas, he goes against Green Bay, not a good run team. The week after that, he goes against Tampa Bay, terrible to play a running running back against. Understand San Francisco? They say it's a good matchup. I don't think San Francisco has been letting a lot of points up to running backs. I'm okay with that. And then Pittsburgh is definitely not a good team for run defense. So when I was looking at the bids, I was saying it's. It's obviously, yes, it's a big fantasy implication for a running back, but at the same time, he's going to be thrown into a s- scheme where he's going to have really bad matchups, in my opinion. So I think what it came down to at the end of the day is I had to look at my team. I'm sitting there yes. at one and three. I need points. Right. So I had to go after a, a – I had to go after him. Yeah. Mike's sitting there at 3-1, top of the board. Yes. He needs a running back. Yes. I need to hurt him, too. Exactly. And that's, that's the other thing I wanted to bring up. If Mike got uh, uh, Williams – and he just had Montgomery coming in afterwards, the 71 points is fucking breezy. That's yeah. an easy move because then you spend 71 points to get the points that Montgomery was going to put up and then just put him right back in. You're not wasting anything. If you don't have Montgomery, though, it's a little scarier because if he doesn't produce a lot by the bye week, you're sitting on Baltic with crack. <laughs> all, <laughs> but honestly, but all I don't I expect need, nothing from him. He will probably get like around 10 points. All I so. need is him, for him to do good this week against Vegas. Yeah. If, if Joe Mixon is out, I just need him to do good. Um, I don't care. Yeah, I, no, I had, no. This is the week I had to spend my money, or else, no, 100%. Or else I'm going to the basement. Yeah. Speaking of spending money, yep. Moving on to the next one, we had Dawson Knox, thirty-three dollars I spent on him. Yep. Uh, over Brian, seventeen. Yeah. Um, I had to do it. I. Yeah, you had an injury. Kittle, right? Kittle is is hurt. He's banged Dawson up. Dawson Knox is um playing great, mm-hmm. and Kittle's also has a bye next week. Yeah, so that's that's probably why he spent a little more. I was obviously, my tight end isn't that bang. I mean, Hawkinson's got something going on with his knee, but it shouldn't be too bad, and uh, um, I don't have a bye coming up, and he wasn't that injured, so yeah. I, I obviously didn't need it as much as you. That's why he spent the 33. I think it was a good move. I think Knox is going to be a steal at that, but then, the fir- I think the first ever waiver claim I ever think it is. I think it is. From Chris. Yeah. Devontae Parker, 20 bucks. Solid deal. Devontae Parker, Parker, I believe, caught a touchdown last week. Yep. Um, he looks like he might be the go-to uh, wide receiver. He's coming back from like an injury, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I personally like. I love this move from Chris, and I'm actually upset I didn't think about trying to pick up Parker, needing a wide receiver myself. Yeah. I think it's an excellent move. Twenty dollars is definitely a steal for Parker. On that's probably going to be the wide receiver one on that offense. And Chris didn't have to drop anybody. DJ nope. Shark goes down to the IR, so Chris has an easy free pickup. Chris probably just said, "Hey, listen, I just lost a wide receiver. Let me see who's the top wide receiver." Oh. 
him. Boop, and picked him up, and then boom. It, it was easy money for him. It was I great move, Chris. Good job. That's how you use your waiver fab. <laughs> yep. Next up, Jameson Crowder going to Mike for $16. I also bid $16, but because I picked up Damian Rose and Dawson Knox, Mike got the... Uh, yeah, you were low on waiver priority, and I Mike think Mike, I think Mike would have been hella pissed if he got anybody before like he spent a little more money on somebody else, got less waiver priority, and then you got Jameson Crowder because, because of it. I was actually surprised when you guys tied on that. That's funny. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think Jamison Crowder in the Jets offense right now is going to be great. I think um, he will. He's always that good checkdown guy, mm-hmm. and you know he wasn't there for the first three games. And yep. that second half of last week, Zach Wilson actually looked really good. Yeah, um, hitting some amazing throws to Corey Davis. Oh, and yeah. Jamison Crowder. And I think he's. I think Jamison Crowder is actually going to be a sneaky play this week. Mm. Um, I think the slot, the nickel cornerback for. Atlanta went down. Yes. Yeah. Last I'm, week. I'm pretty sure he did. Yeah. So Jameson Crowder might have a huge week this week. I like it. I like the pickup. Um, then we had Brian spending $8 to get his Browns defense after I said I was going to spend $7. <laughs> Listen, first of all, I did that just because I did do that because you said you were going to spend $7. A. B, though, I did pick up Browns defense because I think they, uh, now that I have them, I can talk about it. Uh, I think they have really cupcake matches coming into weeks like 8 to uh-huh. 12. So I wanted to lock them up because I'm definitely going to start them probably for five weeks straight. Um, and I wanted to spend a little more money on it. So personally, that's, you know, nothing nothing special there, though. It's defense. And a r- to wrap up our waivers, we had Dom getting the New England defense for zero dollars. That's a safe move for Dom. Yeah, um, even though he had a really good Bills. Rudy, the Bills. Yeah, he had the Bills. And Bills. Bills have been performing pretty well against. Uh, I mean, they had, they were playing Houston again, so yeah. you, you can throw eighteen points against Houston. True. But uh, yeah, no, I think I think that's a uh, that's a good move. I don't know who they're playing this week, but uh, New England's defense hasn't been that terrible either. I yeah. think I think it's a good move. I'm just looking it up right now. Sleeper would decide to work for me. <laughs> uh, the Patriots are playing Houston. Oh well, there you go. You and know, the Bills you, are playing Kansas City. Uh, yeah, can't okay. can't play so the Bills against can't, Kansas can't City, and uh, you're gonna get the Houston defense for, for nothing. That's gonna be a good move on Dom. All right, and then some big free agent uh, moves. We had Mike picking up Samaje P. Ryan, Brian picking up Sam Darnold, and Johnny picking up Alex Collins. Yeah. Um, Mike losing out on the David Montgomery backup, so he decided to go after Joe Mixon's backup. Which you know, before the committee announcement, I think that was a good move. But good move, especially when you don't have to play money on it. It's just funny. It yeah, it is. It is kind of funny. But then you know, he I think he made a good move overall. And you know, but like I said, before the committee announcement, I think I think that was probably the second picked up guy in waivers across all fantasy for all the leagues. But um, yeah, I mean, I don't know how he's going to perform with mixing out. We'll see if he's if he even is out. So then Brian picking up Sam Darnold. Now starting Sam Darnold, or currently starting Sam Darnold over Jalen Hurts. Sam Darnold's number one rushing touchdown. Yeah, <laughs> running back. He has the most. He has the most rushing touchdowns in the league. Yeah. Not not through quarterbacks in the league. Yeah, straight up. So, <laughs> so I mean, I think it was a pretty like easy choice, and I don't know if I'm going to start him this week, but I really don't like playing my quarterback against my defense. So. And then last, Johnny, I'm surprised this guy didn't get picked up earlier. I yeah, I mean, well, me and you I probably the, we're, we're the worst teams to probably pick up a running back. Uh, Alex Collins uh, filling in for Chris Carson. Yep. Uh, Johnny picked him off waivers. Currently not starting him. 
Which is okay. Which is okay. But, you know, but hey, Gooby, this would have been another running back that you could have picked up. You know, hey. And that game starts tonight. So we'll see if Johnny decides to make a change. Yes. Right now, I think I would take out Robbie Anderson. But mm. Johnny won't listen to this beforehand, so he won't have any any idea. Nope. And also for uh, somebody who won't listen to it beforehand, uh, Kevin's currently starting a Thursday night player on a flex. Let's go. My favorite. So, you know, we'll, we'll, we might be talking about that next podcast, when Bonehead Moves. But we'll see. Um, he is? He should be. Unless he just changes lineups. His Thursday night player is not in the lineup anymore. Oh, okay then. Um, it? it was. Uh, it's not Kevin. It was, I don't know. But I was. I saw somebody. Somebody might we'll be in the bonehead moves. Yeah, somebody might be in the bonehead moves next week. Anyway. All right, and then we'll do our previews. We'll do these ones pretty quick. Yeah. Um, the big thing to note about week five: it is the last week before the buys start. It is also a big note: the last week that I think the NFL teams have to trade players. No, that's really? like week twelve. Really? Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. It's around the same as uh, it's about the same as the regular. I think it's after or before Thanksgiving. It's right around Thanksgiving. Oh, okay. I did not know that. Okay, I read something wrong then. Okay, so we'll start off. Uh, we're gonna go first matchup of the week: me versus Kevin. Um, Kevin has the three-one record. I have the one-three record. It's looking like Kevin has an easy win this week, but we'll see how this goes. I think you're going to pull out a tough match against Kevin. I think you're going to. I think you guys are going to show up a little bit, and I think Kevin's team is going to fall off slightly from where he wants them. I'm going to give them the edge to you personally. Interesting. I'm, yeah. uh, I don't. I don't really. I'm not going to say which way I lean. I'm going to give a little insight though. Mm. I might go a little crazy this week on on starters. Um, it's really going to mat uh, come down to Dalvin Cook. Okay. Um, I heard he did not practice this week or today. Oh. So if Madison gets the r- the start, I might be starting four running backs. Okay. I I mean I'm down for that. Obviously, as somebody with another running back heavy team, I'm I think that Dalvin Cook is probably the better play over Madison. But well, I'm just saying da- if Dalvin Cook is out, is out. Yeah. And yeah, he yeah. has a one o'clock game. Right. So no late changes, or that would be my only late change. But uh, Madison going into But them. again, other than that, Kevin's team looks like he's got a couple hard matchups in the bottom half of his roster. I think Eckler's going to have a hard time against Cleveland. Um, I think Joe, I think Prescott's going to show up. I think the Giants game with uh, the Cowboys is going to be a shootout. Um, as long as he doesn't break his leg again. Uh, don't 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 say stuff that you don't. It's out in the world now. <laughs> uh, I think the, the biggest the biggest risk I'm doing is I'm going to bench George Kittle. For Dawson Knox this week. I like that, especially because Kittle's uh, been a little shaky in the scheme, and he's got going in with an injury. I'm I'm totally okay with that. I it's, think that's a good move. It's really hard to do, but you know what? We're doing it this week. We didn't do it last week. We should have. <laughs> it's time. It's time right. to make some 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 maybe big big brain, maybe bonehead moves. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, next matchup is going to be me versus Mike. And this one I'm a little scared about, but the news about Christian McCaffrey coming back definitely helps out my game yes. plan, for sure. Otherwise, it was going to be a real scary week. I think after this, I'm going to keep it close like I always do. I had to name my team the Church of Clutch because I like close games, apparently. But, <laughs> but yeah, Mike's team's been blowing up, and I think they're going to continue to roll. Yeah, this is going to be an interesting one. Um, do you know what I what I love to see? Mike is playing Tom Brady against Miami. Yes. Miami loves to fuck over Tom Brady. They do for some reason, right? Yeah. Oh, but That's going back in the record books. That's going real back. <laughs> but Tom Brady had a bad week there last week. He's yes. one for always. He's like Aaron Rodgers. He, get, he gets angry games. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Comeback games, yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. I think this could be close. Um, yeah, yeah. 
edge. I might give Mike the slight edge just because he has better matchups. True. But I do agree. I really like the Damien Harris play this week. Yeah. Um, if Christian McCaffrey get, comes back, him you actually have a stack with Sam Darnold and Christian McCaffrey. Yes. Get in those maybe those quick pass touchdowns from Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. That um, that or I mean, like I said, I don't know if I'm gonna play Sam Darnold or I'm gonna play Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts has been like what, the third best quarterback mm-hmm. in the league. But then you're playing your your quarterback against your defense. Right. And then also I don't know if I'm sitting Sanders or not. I'm pretty sure I am because he's been I, he needs to kind of prove himself and I'm gonna start pipping over him because somebody's gonna catch the ball over in Indy. That's but, gonna be a fun match to watch. Yeah, I think I'm gonna be on the edge of my seat the whole week. Great. <laughs> Next up we will go to Gooby versus Johnny, a good old classic. I, 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 oh, you know what? Every time I see a Gooby versus Johnny matchup, I always think, wow, this is this is a good fight. Either either it's a wet noodle fight where you don't know who's going to come out on top, or they're blowing each other off for some reason. Big thing, big things to note. Um, Calvin Ridley is out. We spoke about this earlier. Yes. He will not be making the trip across the pond apparently, to London. Apparently, it's not a uh, injury related. Personal. It's a personal related thing, so it's nothing to worry about in the long term. But it's definitely this plus the bye week next week definitely hurts Gooby's team for sure. I think the Jets. I I want to don't want to say this because I'm a fan. I think they have a chance to beat. Atlanta this week. All right. Well, I, I I did read something on Reddit earlier. In the London game so far, since since the NFL started going to London, it has either been a extremely close matchup or a complete blowout. One one of the it's never been it's never been in between. It's always been like an zero and twenty six game or like a twenty six twenty three game. So um, and I like the Jets defense this week, especially I, yes. with especially with Gage and Ridley out. Yes. Either Kyle Pitts is going to become the blowout monster everybody thought he was going to be this week, or Atlanta is going to come home with big zeros. Last game, the Jets D line and their linebackers played cr- insane against the yes. Titans. Yes, they did. And all they have to do is lock down Cordell Patterson mm-hmm. and Kyle Pitts. Yep. They don't really have much else to look at. Um, I think this could be a trap game in um, a lot of, like, suicide pools. Yes. I think the Jets have crazy value in, like, a uh, daily fantasy Mm -hmm. start. Mm -hmm. Um, I think this might hurt Gooby. Yeah, uh, just because he's not going to get those points that he might have got exactly. against the Jets, and and I do like Johnny's uh, players over Gooby's for this matchup. I'm going to give this edge to Johnny. I I personally, Gooby, after shitting on your team for that whole segment, I hope you play a good game, and I hope it's close. I don't have really either way say. I mean, I hope Johnny loses because he's a current champion, but that's just me. No hate against Johnny, just that's how it is. Um, but yeah, I like I like Johnny's uh, matchups better, and I think Gooby's team is a little banged up for my and what's going on i think what this comes down to it's going to come down to that buffalo kansas city game um that could be a giant shootout gooby guys i hope that travis kelsey is the tyreek hill of the week yep and then um, he and then he hopes on the outside of the ball that josh allen blows up on it so exactly yeah yeah and i zach moss getting some points there yeah uh it's going to be an interesting one mm-hmm. does gooby play josh gordon i you know what if if Gooby's projections are under 20 points, and he doesn't play Josh Gordon. I'm calling that a bonehead move right now, because I think Josh Gordon has the ability to get those 20. Get it's that lotto ticket that you want if you're projected really low against your opponent. Personally, I think I think I would start him over Julio Jones. That's going to be Julio Jones or Juju. That's going to be mine. I, yeah, Juju's I, I not mean, been looking. Point, I mean, Juju's been looking fine. Ben's been looking terrible. Yeah. and they just came out today and said we're not benching Ben. And I'm like, okay, Steelers. <laughs> this is this is like if you want to get spicy. I guess I'm just in a spicy mood right now because uh, you, I need you, to be you're trying to make plays. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ah, that's a sneaky pick. 
that could be like I said, that could be a bonehead move. That could be a big brain. Uh, it, it depends. Hindsight's twenty twenty, but we're calling it now. I think it's a bad move. Joe's saying it's a good move. I think I think Johnny Johnny will get the edge. I think Robert Woods is going to have a good game. I think Derrick Henry's going to have a good game. I think he needs to sit Gaskin though. I think he's got to he, get rid Gaskin of Gaskin. Is out. Okay, yeah. I think he's got to keep Gaskin out, no matter yeah, what happens. Johnny's flexes currently are Robbie Anderson and I don't love Robbie Anderson. Emmanuel either. Sanders. Yeah. Um, but I yeah I don't like I don't like Robbie Anderson. I would play Alex Collins probably. Yeah, I'd play Alex um, Collins tonight. To but be fair. we'll see if Johnny actually does that. I don't think he will. Yep, we'll see. Um, and then the next matchup, we're gonna go Lolly versus Chris, the old buddy for. The old biker gang <laughs> rivalry. Still, I mean, they still bike together. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, no, I think this one Lolly's going to make. I think even though Chris is 3-1 and one and he's got a strong showing, I think Chris is going to lose this one to Lolly, personally. Yeah, Lolly has the green matchups on his side. Yep. Um, it's it's all going to matter about this game tonight. It's Russell Wilson and DK Metcalf going up against Chris's Matt Stafford. Um, who's going to score the and, – oh, Chris is playing Tyler Lockett. Yep. In his flex. There it is. Tyler Lockett in the flex. That's who it was. Okay. I knew I saw somebody in the flex. I mean, he has Tyree Kill. He has Stephon Diggs. Tyree Kill's playing Sunday night. Yeah. It's Stephon Diggs playing Sunday night. Yeah. So I I think it's going to be the start of this is going to be how well the Russell Russell Wilson connection to DK Metcalf is. And if Lockett goes off, Lockett goes off, I think that's going to kill Lolly. But another big part of it is Cook. If Cook practices and actually plays, I think that's going to be a solid. One two punch with Daryl Henderson, and I think Lolly's going to take the win with that, depending yeah. on how tonight goes. So I mean, if if Dalvin Cook does not play, yeah, Lolly currently has James Conner in his flex, so that could that's an easy move over. Yep, he could start a Tyler Boyd. He could start. Uh, he could start Javante Williams. Yep, he's going against Pittsburgh. He could start a, a Henry Ruggs or or a Waddle. Um, I like so Ruggs. Lally, I like Ruggs as a play because Carr's been playing real well too. So yeah, Ruggs against the Bears. Yeah, um, I think that's a good move. Yeah, this this matchup's really close. The projections are within a point. Um, I, I'm gonna give this. I'm gonna give the slight edge to Lolly. I want to see him get his win. Um, yeah, not not only that, but I think again, you said he's got greens all across the board. Yeah, green all across. The and board. I think uh, Chris's matchup is a little shaky with uh, his matchups are just not as good as Lolly's. And I think Lolly's team is gonna shape up and come back this week. And then for our last matchup. We have the brothers, the brothers rivalry, or one of two brothers rivalries. I think yeah. next week we get the other one. Ooh, um, but we have Dom versus Christian. Yes, uh, Dom sitting at second place. Christian sitting at eighth. This could be a, this could be a a, a slugfest. I, I think it could be. I think Christian is a little soft on his team coming into here. Obviously, the just the change to his name is disappointment. Not a good look. Self burns don't usually produce fantasy points. That being said. I like Christian's uh, players this week over Dom's. I think Dom's got a lot of hard matchups this week. Uh, it's tough. Um, Christian has a lot. He's dealing with a lot of injuries. Chris Carson yes. is out this week. Rob Gronkowski is doubtful, probably out this week. Yeah. Um, but it's not like he doesn't have people to put in. Higby's got a good matchup against Seattle tonight. And I just hate Cole Beasley. Cole Beasley's not the best looking. Pro- uh, big thing, um, Amari Cooper is hurt. Uh, he's going to be playing through that injury. Yes, but he will be playing hurt. Um, Dom has some good matchups, though. Yeah, I mean, if I was Christian, I'd put in McKissick, and personally, I'd put in either Renfro or Singletary mm. for uh, Cole Beasley because I Cole Beasley he is on a high-powered offense. He's like the third look over there or something, maybe the fourth now that Knox is getting a lot of attention, but. 
Uh, like I said, on, on Dom's side, I think it's a rough go- going for Dom. Patrick Mahomes is either going to blow up or get totally shut down by this Buffalo defense. True. One of the two. Um, I don't think it's going to be like a middling kind of like 24-point game. It's either going to be he's going to have a 15-point game or he's going to have like a 32-point game. Chubb, I think, is going to run the ball pretty well against uh, the Chargers. But I think, again, Kamara is going to outscore him. Cream Hunt. Yeah, 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 Kareem Hunt, sorry. Yeah. I think Kareem Hunt's definitely going to outscore him. And I th- the reason why I said Christian should play McKissick is because Dom's got Gibson, and I think that's going to be one of those big swing moments that you're going to want to see to try and make the game because you, what you're going to hate is if Gibson gets nothing, but then McKissick goes off and he's on your bench. Mm-hmm. That's, like, the worst, especially when you got, like, players you can kind of juggle on Christian's team. I don't know. And he's also looking to get points out of Gusecki again, but we'll see how that turns out. Yeah, no, I, I, I think this one's going to be good. Um yeah. Let's see. Dom has the the advantage by one, mm. one point. I think they're going to even out the scores, and Christian's going to take yeah. it. Yeah, personally. Yeah, I'm gonna. I have to lean Dom just because Christian gave up on his team already. Yeah, that I, again. That's the bad juju that you're not looking for when you're playing fantasy. But I think still Christian team will show up, and I think Dom will get his second loss of the season. All right. I mean, we'd love to see it. We like to keep this competitive. I like to keep it real close. I like to keep it real tight, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get to uh, everyone has three and three except Lolly. He'll have a two and four by uh, yeah, kind week of, six. Kind of impossible for Lolly to get three and three when he starts. Yeah, so let's get, but let's get to let's get to there for week six. Yeah, yeah. Let's make let's make. You know what? I hope everybody comes into the playoffs this week within a game. Ooh. Or not 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 within the week. Like at the end of the season. At the end of the season, I hope everybody's a game in. Anybody can make it. Oh, I want to see that. That's gonna be that's gonna that'd be, insane. be insane. That'd be insane. But, you know. Anything can happen. Well, we'll we'll see how it shakes out. So there we have it. There's our preview for week five. Yes, sir. We will see you next week. I, uh, every week. And every week. Every week until at least the end of the uh, regular season until for fantasy. It's over. No, we're 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 making it to, to the championships. Champs? Okay, I'll not, I'll hold you to that. We're not bailing out this year. No, well, okay, we, we we can we can have like maybe end of the uh, season and then go into the, maybe a championship podcast. Yeah. Skip skip the uh, semis and stuff. We'll see how it goes. We'll we figure. We might it have out. a cut one or two like. Uh, Late uploads, but that's about it. Yeah, that, we're not missing. We're not. We're not missing a week this week. This this uh, this season, not missing a week. So we'll see you guys next week. Well, every Thursday. Every Thursday. It's like it's like unless a, we miss one. It's like it's like a TV broadcast or yeah. something. You know, like the, like those old uh, until the, the, the president comes on. You know, we got to push it back. <laughs> you know, they take over all the airwaves. And there's like a there's like a sporting delay or something. Yeah. We gotta, like, yeah. But with that, <laughs> we will see you next week. And as we bend down and. Get on our knees and pray. Gotta bless him. Gotta gotta bless him with all the good juju you can find because that's with bye week starting, everybody's gonna need it. <laughs> yeah. Bless those knees, bless Montgomery. Bless him hard. <laughs>